In this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast, it is all about Jacoby Walter, James and I, James Barlow, my brother. We are going to share our thoughts on Jacoby Walter, a guy that I have right now in my unreleased big board. I have him as a top five pick. So I'll find out where James has him. And also we'll share our thoughts on his draft range, what we like about him. And like we did yesterday, if he doesn't maximize his potential, what could be the reason? Stay tuned. big shout out to each and every person that has made the locked on nba big board podcast your first listen of the day i'm your host rafael barlow with my brother james barlow and like i mentioned we are going to talk about jacoby walter but if you are not subscribed to the youtube channel please subscribe like share comment that is the best way to help us grow this channel because i'm looking forward to this 23-24 season which has already started but I'm looking forward to this 2024 draft class. I tweeted yesterday that I'm actually really enjoying this draft class because it's so wide open. I I love the challenge of trying to figure out who are the best five to ten players in this class. Who is the guy that is going to be an all-star? And this class is wide open. So I want to hear your thoughts about this draft class before we talk about Jacoby. Uh, for those same reasons that you mentioned, I like it too. It's like I'll check my, my Twitter timeline and I look at somebody's mock and I'll be like, I got him top 10 versus and somebody else will have him like 25 yeah. and vice versa. Like, I, I think it's, it's good for dialogue. I think it's good. I mean, obviously for content, but like, I think you'll see this year, which GMs, which front offices is really, really, really not say know what they're doing because the draft is always a crapshoot, but like, yeah. let's see who really is really elite when it comes to the scouting. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a, a very interesting draft. Like, I've I've seen a lot of the different big boards and mocks, and and they're just all over the place. But one guy that is consistently rising compared to where he was back in August on like the way too early preseason. Big boards and mocks is Jacoby Walter. Jacoby's a kid from the Dallas area, played at Link Academy, played on a loaded high school team with Elliot Cadeau. Um, I, I think Jordan Walsh was, was on his team the year before. I, I could be wrong, but he's played with a lot of talented players, and he's at Baylor, and he's off to a really good start to his career at Baylor. Had 28 points on opening night or, or his first college game against Auburn. He's really good. I like him. Like I said in the open, I have him as a top five pick right now. So I, I want to hear your thoughts on Jacoby Walter and what do you like about his game? Um, well, like I mentioned to you off camera, like I'm buying him as definitely as a shooter for one. Okay. And I'm buying him as this is not a slight. It's not a diss. Don't take this the wrong way. Jacoby some, some, Walter camp as the safest pick in this draft okay. because – when you look at him, you know, obviously, what is going to translate, what does he do well, and you can build from there. And that is his shooting ability. Like, his catching catching and shooting the ball is not going to be an issue. He already has NBA range. Um, he's already comfortable uh, shooting off of actions. So, like, I'm buying him as 
the safest pick in this draft. The safest pick in the draft. Yes. Because, again, if you look at, you know, can Sar develop? Is Sar's motor a full-time motor? Is Isaiah Collier shooting, um, is that real or is this a small sample size? And you could couple with that, his playmaking has, you know, been a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, other guys. So it's like when you look at Jacoby Walter, I know he can flat out shoot the basketball. Yeah, and the numbers prove it. So far this season, through six games, he is shooting 42.9% from three on 5.8 attempts per game. That's a healthy sample size yes. of at least attempts in a game. I mean, it's still a small sample size of games, but he is, again, 42.9% on 5.8 attempts per game. He's shooting 88.9. So he's averaging 17.8 points on, basically, I'm rounding up here, 47, 43, 89 shooting splits. He's also averaging 4.7 rebounds per game. So when, when you talk about him being safe and you talk about you believe the shooting will translate, what type of player do you see him in, as in the NBA? Do you see him as like a Clay Thompson, just kind of action shooter? Spot? I mean, it's hard to compare somebody to Clay. Yeah, that's, one of the, that's really tough. But like what role do you see him playing or, or do you have like a, a comp or someone that is similar? Well, when you look at the size and you look at the, the action shooting, I don't ever want to reach <laughs> for the Splash Brothers because, like, that's that's a crazy bar that won't we don't even know if we'll be able to reach again. Yep. But if you look at, and again, this is not a slight, but if you look at what KCP does, or even, matter of fact, KCP, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, right? He's an action shooter. You run him off handoffs, he shoots. Catch and shoot, he shoots. Right, and I want to say, let me pull up these numbers real quick because before somebody takes this the wrong way, because Kentavious Caldwell Pope in Detroit had a bigger, um, he had a bigger workload, right, and that caused him to. Yeah, did he get some money from Detroit? No, he turned down. He if turned I remember correctly, money. he turned down a bunch of money from Detroit to go to L.A. You know, the 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 word is he was the one from Clutch that had the test the waters for Bron to come mm-hmm. and then remember the Lakers let him play while he was on house arrest. If, my, if I'm, if I'm <laughs> not mistaken, a little history fact for you. KCP was the first player to play on house arrest. First in player the in the NBA. NBA. I don't know who was some dudes who had that Coney Island arthritis before too, so I, I won't give you know all the credit. If KCP. you haven't seen He Got Game, you then you totally game, missed that, that reference. What's going on with you. But no, so like KCP in Detroit, his best year was like a 14.4 uh, rebound guy, and he shot six threes a game. So it's like. And that was before they were really like launching threes. Exactly. So you, if you sit here and give Jacoby Walter that 2023-2024 three-point shooting perk badge, whatever you want to call it. Bump. Bump, yes. That makes him like, what, an 18-point-per-game guy at the next level? Like, you'll absolutely take that. And I'm, I'm interested to see if his, uh, his foul, his free throw rate. He shoots six per game right yeah. now. But he gets fouled on a lot of jumpers and cuts. Yeah. So I want to see if that translates at the next level. But, like, right now, I see him as a knockdown shooter. We can run some action for him. Um, Maybe we can run some pick and roll for him. Uh, We'll talk about that a little later as far as, like, you know, what we want to see him get better at or what is maybe putting a ceiling on his his, um, progression. But, like, the shooting, I believe – 
will translate. And he's not he's he's a scorer as well. But the shooting will translate. And like I said, he should be like again a safe pick, meaning wherever he's drafted, he should fit in right away there because he can shoot the basketball. He can shoot, but he draws fouls at a high rate for a guy that you kind of label as a yes. shooter. So, for example, in the game where he had 28 points against Auburn, he went to the foul line 10 times. He had a game against Gardner-Webb, obviously not the strongest yeah, competition. Where's Gardner-Webb at? I think it's in Kansas somewhere. That sounds about right. He was 4 of 11 from the floor, but he was 6 of 9 from the foul line, got to the line seven times against Kansas City. Against Oregon State, which I thought was one of his better games, he had 24 points, but got to the foul line six times, was 7 of 13 from the floor, 4 of 8 from three, and then he went to the foul line four times. So he is getting to the line, and it's not just against the the money schools. He's getting to the line. When I say the money school, or the money games, where basically the smaller schools are getting paid a big bag to lose and just kind of be – some of them are losing this year. Though. Some of them are, but basically they're just used to for home games, and so the the team can prepare for their schedule. But against the Power Five schools, Auburn, Oregon State, and Florida State, he's gotten to the foul line. Florida. Florida. I'm sorry, he's gotten to the foul line twenty times in in those three games. So he does know how to generate fouls, which again I think is very unique for a guy that you're kind of labeling as a shooter to be able right. to generate fouls. And well, that tells me he knows how to score when his shot isn't falling, which I think is very important. So maybe it's better to say for the, I don't know who out there, like the KCP would be like a floor. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be fair to say. Yeah, and you'll take a KCP floor if you ignore – where he may potentially be drafted and just, like, his overall five years from now, ten years from now. Because, I mean, KCP's, what, won two championships? Yeah. 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 Lakers. Won two titles. Key part. I mean, you know, big shots. Kind of wild on the fast break, but maybe Jacoby's not like that. So, All right. When we return, we are going to talk about best fits. We're going to talk about areas that we would like to see him improve on and just talk about his overall draft range. Stay tuned. Before we get into the second segment, I want to talk to you about our partners at eBay Motors. And the reason I'm excited about eBay Motors is because they have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season Long. So whether you are prepping for a daily draft scouting or searching for players on the waiver wire, every week Locked On is going to promote players that are going to provide you with the best fit for your team that can help you win your fantasy championship. So let's see who Josh has picked for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Jaden Ivey from Detroit. His level of play has improved since joining the starting lineup. And with the Pistons going nowhere fast, they are surely going to invest in Jaden Ivey. Another pick is Al Horford. He only played one more game this week. But with Chris Stapp's Porzingis out, Horford will get a bump in his production. And then there's Gordon Hayward. If Hayward was dropped, he should be grabbed right now because LaMelo is out with an ankle injury, so there's going to be more time for Gordon Hayward. 
And then Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay has been elevated to the starting lineup with Jalen Johnson out. And he should be serviceable for your fantasy team. And then there's Scoot Henderson. Got off to a rocky start, which has been covered here on Locked On NBA Big Board. But Scoot is back, and he does provide some value, and the minutes are going to rise because the Blazers are going nowhere. So if you can afford some bad games, then Scoot is worth grabbing. So Josh Lloyd and the Locked On NBA Big Board team, we are going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows all about how a championship team is all based on the perfect fit. And it is the same with your vehicle. So with over 122 million parts to choose from, and with the eBay Guarantee Fit, it is guaranteed to fit your ride the very first time or you will get your money back. So go to eBay Motors and try out their Guaranteed Fit. It's only available for U.S. customers. Eligible items only and exclusions apply, but go to eBay Motors. Locked On has launched the first ever 24-7 streaming channel, and it is on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On and our national shows. You have to check it out. I mean, you have to check it out. History is being made here on the Locked On channel. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe for the first ever 24-7 national streaming channel check it out once again thank you for making the locked on nba big board podcast your first listen of the day i'm your host rafael barlow with my brother james barlow the first segment we talked about what we like about jacoby walter we talked about his ability to generate fouls and his scoring and his three-point efficiency but now i want to talk about his draft range i have him inside my top five right now mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you think he's the safest pick in the draft so yes. with, with that being said where would you take him, or what is your your draft range? I I would take him. I have him right now, probably at three, but I don't see him falling. Copy past. copycat. Nah, Man, you know bro. there's nothing wrong with being a copycat if you copy the right cat. Man, look. Anyway, I don't see him falling past five, three to five to me. And again, there is a solid foundation of what he is. And if you dig deeper into the film, maybe there's more to his game. And I think that, like, the, the whoever picks him will see that, okay, he has a little bit more than what we've seen at Baylor. And then it will make sense, you know, take him three, four, five. So Yeah, I want to touch on that. If you look at the numbers, he's averaging 0.7 yeah, assists per game. that's wild. And he's someone that – Hold on, hold on. He had all his assists in one game, all three of them. No, he had one assist against John Brown. Who? John Brown. Wasn't he catching slants for the I, Ravens a few I, years ago? <laughs> I don't know. I never heard of John Brown until Baylor played them. And that was a game where he only scored seven points. He had his worst game. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that was <laughs> probably not a game to kind of get up for. But anyway, um, yes, he's, he had three assists against Oregon State. He also had four steals that game. But I do think he is a better passer than the numbers indicate. And we have roasted players for having low assist numbers. <laughs> Dalton Connect was a guy. My man Tyon Grant. Tyon Grant. Next game, we, yeah, so we roasted Influence. guys for low assist numbers. And we got to keep it consistent. <laughs> how do you have three assists in how many games is that? Six? Six games. How? Oh, no. How do you four have four assists? No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. 
take away his one assist no, against John Brown. How do you have four assists? In, how do you have zero assists in four games is the better question because he got them all in two games. Like, how? How do you if, not? If, if I knew, I would tell you because coming into this season, I thought passing was one of his strengths, especially as like a 6'5 score shooting guard. He wasn't a guy that just had tunnel vision. I thought at the minimum, at the very minimum, he could serve as a ball mover. But I do think that he has some passing instincts. I do think... That down the line, just based off of what I saw in high school, that he is someone that is going to be able to develop into somewhat of a playmaker. You see, <clears throat> excuse me, if I saw that playmaker, and it's, it's early, it's not even December, right? But if I see that playmaking from him, just even just the, the glimpses that we saw at Link, like I would have no issue mm-hmm. in this draft taking him one or two. Like to me, that's the biggest thing that's holding him back. It's like I want to see I want to see him pass and make plays. Not just and again, it, it's coupled with and I understand like, especially at Baylor, because they're gonna use you how they need you, right? Yep. They have a history of that. But like uh I guess since we're here, like I want to see what he looks like in pick and roll and can he make plays. Like if he showed me that I would have no issue taking him one or two in this draft, depending on who has the top one or two picks. All right, so let's say let, let's just talk about best fit. Okay, what team right now that you think is projected to be in that top five or, or early lottery range would be the best fit mm, for Jacoby? Easy, Walter? Detroit. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a layup right there. All right, so if he's if he's at Detroit, let's say. There's a way that Detroit's roster stays the exact same right now. Okay. And I agree, Detroit needs shooting bad. Like, they need shooting like I need my next breath. Hey. Where does he – does he come in and start? Like, where does he fit Man, into look, their rotation? Detroit is on pace to win how many games? 12, something like that? <laughs> you got to start them because what are we doing Who, right Who's now? coming out? Ivy. I'm taking Ivy off the bench or whoever they're playing at the two. So, look. K one whatever one Kate at the one, give me uh, Jacoby Walter at the two, all right. Asur at the wherever you need to move him at, right. Speaking of that, you said you want Isaiah Stewart to be the floor space. I saw a game was it last night? He was one for seven for hey, three. Man, look, that's what they pay him to do, man. No <laughs> oh, man, he's he's the backup five to me. But hey, we look. How many Detroit needs two picks? They need they need Jacoby Walter. Right, and they need to move whatever mountains they need to move to get Tyler Smith. And we figured out all that floor spacing. Do they got two picks in this draft? Please tell me they got two picks in this draft. I know they have all their picks, but nope, they don't have two first-round picks. Troy Weaver, you need to make that happen. Because look, now now K's efficiency goes up. You know, I I saw a rumor, Bogdanovich for Fournier and a first-round pick. That would help you out in the short term because then the Knicks have what? Right now, well, the Knicks have two picks. 22. They have their own pick and they have the Mavericks pick. Okay, so Tyler Smith might be available or you can move around to to make that happen. So, again, if, you know, Troy calls me up and he asks, yo, James, what you (laughs) thinking? That's what I'm thinking. So, I feel like uh, Jacoby Watcher in Detroit is seamless. Like, sign me up right now because, like I said, K, Jacoby, Asur, 
Isaiah Stewart, whatever you got to do, shoot them threes, bruh. And then during, and now like you've cleaned up, you've cleaned up that muck, right? Yep. Those screenshots of K hooping in a phone booth don't exist anymore. And if Jacoby Walter isn't a playmaker, like he doesn't necessarily have to be one next to Cade and Thompson. and and okay. Osor Thompson. Yeah, like you it. dig it? You feel like me? All right, give me another team that could use Jacoby Walter that is projected to finish at the the top half of the lottery. The top half again, Chicago. Once you blow it up, you got to take the best player available. I mean, you can plug Chicago for every All right, time so we do Chicago's this. everywhere. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I'm um Washington. Like, why not? You know, because okay. again, what do you what do you have to lose? We're trying to draft the best player available. Mm-hmm. And again, if he starts to show some some court vision, he gets rid of that whatever year uh, Michael Vick Madden vision where he only sees the rim. Like, yeah, you you rock with that, San Antonio. I'm not turning anybody down. Okay, you know what about Memphis? See, this is my thing with Memphis. Like on paper. Adding another shooter would be great, but I don't know who guards threes with him and uh, Desmond Bain. Yeah, I mean, I that could. would be my issue as far as starting. Now, again, if you don't want to say he's your starter, if you want to say him, you want to, you don't want to feed him that kind of. Uh, actually, you know what? Because they got smart, so smart can guard threes. I'd still take Jacoby right and bring him off the bench, and then that way you can stagger his minutes with uh, whoever you decide to keep in between uh, Morant. And Marcus Smart. Because Marcus Smart can guard threes. Yeah. What about Charlotte? You get Rozier out the paint. You get Hayward out the paint. You got Brandon Miller. You got Jacoby Walter. You like that? So you say LaMelo? Lamelo, Jacoby, B. Miller, Miles, who looks like he's going to be there, <laughs> and Mark Williams. I, I can rock with that. That works for me. Do you think Charlotte is going to be that bad, though? I, mean, I don't know. LaMelo I mean, just got hurt. And they may say, yo, chill, bro. You ain't got to rush back. Um, I mean, I think there's pressure on the, the coaching staff in the front office to win games. So, from who? I mean, the fan base. I mean, if, if you're going to bring back Miles Man, Bridges that's, and, and that's you're going to take the point. PR hits, you got to win. Yeah, that's, that's and they were trashed until he started playing. Yep. All right, when we return in the last segment, we're going to talk about what if Jacoby Walter doesn't maximize his gifts? What are the concerns? I shouldn't say gifts. If he doesn't maximize his full potential, and let's say he's the number three pick, and he doesn't become like a multi-time all-star. Fringe Ooh. all-star. Because, like, it's really, I'm sorry, brother. But, like, the C.J. McCollum could be all-star. Because that's hard to But to if, if C.J. was at number three, I think people would be more critical of him if he were the that's third true. pick. And he didn't make the all-star team. So we're going to find out what will be the concerns that will prevent Jacoby Walter from maximizing his potential. Stay tuned. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers are heating up at FanDuel. If you are a new customer right now, if you are a new customer, you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is not a better time than to do it. Not now, but right now. The app is easy to use. It is very simple, and there is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. That is FanDuel 
dot com slash locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n and kick off the nfl season fanduel the official partner of the nfl and locked on all right last segment what would be your biggest concerns for jacoby walter like if you were to take him at number three okay what would be the one reason why you would be a little hesitant or concerned about this not happening, which could prevent him from maximizing his potential. If he is just an off-the-ball scorer that doesn't make plays for other people, then you could sit here and say, why? That didn't work out the way that I thought it would work out. Mm-hmm. So, again, we, we go back to his Link Academy tape, and we saw some some playmaking. We saw some passing ability there. But for whatever reason, we don't see that. And maybe he's just about a bucket. Maybe uh, Coach Drew was like, yo, just go shoot. Because like, they got the, the two, the two um, Jaden Nunn, RJ Dennis. Me. So they're handling a lot of the ball handling duties. And it looks like he's just – free to come off screens and action yeah. plays and shoot. They're not really asking him to do much. It's almost like they're playing him, in my opinion, I could be wrong here, in a Clay Thompson type right. role. Where we don't know if Clay will, has more to his bag as far as passing because we'll probably never see him outside of Golden State. That's fair, but I just feel like even in this draft that it's an open draft to to take somebody that high that only does one thing on offense at six five now again the the foul the foul drawing is great the rebounding the is, rebounding is, is very rebounder. good but like I just wish that he was more of a playmaker and then like they're not using him to to uh, come off of pick and rolls at Baylor so it's like if he just checked that one box which is a really big box because again we're not this isn't the if this was the Rip Hamilton era. Oh man, do what you got to do. You come off floppy all day and you shoot, those. shoot threes. Yeah, <laughs> but this is not the Rip Hamilton era. So yeah. it's like uh, to take a guy who's not going to, who may not be a 25 per point per game guy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and isn't a playmaker, maybe you sit here and say uh, that didn't work out the way that you wanted it to. All right, I got a question. It's going back okay. to what we talked about in the first segment. In a wide open draft, right. that's wide open. Mm-hmm. Would you play it safe, or would you take the higher upside? Me, James, James Barlow. I am an upside guy. So, so who? All right. So, if you have him third, right? Who would be the guy that you think has a potential higher upside? That is a more so swing for the fences guy that you would possibly take over. So going into this draft season, the preseason, like I was ready to anoint Stefan Castle as like the best talent in this draft, right? Checking the boxes of passing, scoring, playmaking. Just he checked a lot of boxes, but he's not playing right now. So again, I want to make. He's supposed sure. to come back, from what I heard, soon. Um, they said it was three to four week injury, minor procedure is what we heard, and I've heard the target date is first week of December. So, like to me, Stefan Castle has ultimate upside in this draft. 
someone that I swing for the fences on because there's things that I've seen. There's plays that I've seen him make, passes, reads at 6'5", that nobody else is making, mm-hmm. right? So, and I'm, I'm buying his change of speed and his, like, I know some people knock him for not being fast. I'm about to say, what speed is it? I it's, think it's, it's a pace, change, but I don't think pa- he... change of speed. I don't care about you being a blur because, again, this is not a track meet. Like, I need, we're playing in a confined area sometimes. You don't need to be super fast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he has the change of pace. But, like, uh, so as far as, like, upside, like, that would be somebody I swing for. Or even, like, okay, Alexander Starr, Star, excuse me, he has tremendous upside because yeah. you're talking about a guy at seven foot that's fast, should be able to block shots and rebounds, potentially make jumpers, potentially play with his back to the basket. So, but again, uh, you know, does that answer your question? No, but if a team was playing it, if you were playing it safe, you would go Jacoby. Yes, Jacoby if I was Walton. playing it safe, I would go Jacoby. If I was like, you know what, man, the, the difference between a third pick and a tenth pick doesn't mean anything. Not in this draft. Not in this draft. And if I see what I thought I saw in Castle, then I might reach for Castle. All right, last question. Go ahead. What do you want to see him, talking about Jacoby Walter, what do you want to see him improve on between now and the end of the season? So obviously it's the, the playmaking. I want to see him finish at the rim um, better. I need to pull up the numbers, but it just eye tests. Just from watching some film, he's very much an average athlete. Yeah, the finishing at the rim is it's, the rim it's is average right yeah. right now, especially in the half court. Yeah, and I, I want to see that now. Again, he has the touch to have a great floater, but ultimately, like you know, him getting to the rim, he's gonna get to the he's getting to the rim at Baylor. I want to see him finish better at the rim. So yes, finishing at the rim, playmaking. I see those things. We we locked in at three. All right, that wraps up this episode of the Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. This was the Jacoby Walter episode. We're going to do these throughout the season. I think it, I think it's great content in a sense because it gives us a full thirty-ish minutes to talk about a player. We're not rushing multiple prospects into an episode. I mean, we're still going to do our episodes where we're talking about what happened and different game breakdowns and so on. But I want to do. I mean, if all works out, I mean, between 60 to 100 of these episodes throughout the year, I mean, we have plenty of time. We have all the way. We got plenty of guys looking. (laughs) This draft is wide open. Once again, thank you for making the Locked On NBA Big World Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Raphael. He's James. And we are out. Out.